Welcome back, everyone, to Meet at the Quarterback, a Minnesota Vikings podcast. My name is Harrison. I'm Hayes. I'm Andrew. And uh, today we will put our predictions in for Vikings versus Jets, or I'm sorry, Vikings versus Giants, Whiteout at U.S. Bank, Christmas Eve. Um, I'm pumped, boys. Another Saturday. White. Wear white. I'll wear my Kendricks tomorrow. Andrew, you can wear your Osborne. After a good game, too. Yeah. I'll wear my dress. Is that is Daniil's white as well? Yep. Yeah, just wear the wear the dress. I'll wear it. Why not? <clears throat> um, how do you boys feel for this game? Are you nervous? Excited? Stressing? I'm excited. White out game. Not nervous. Um. No, I think it's going to be a good game. I think it's going to be a good game. Still kind of mad Bradbury's not going to play, but, you know, I don't know. Hopefully Schlotman can figure stuff out, but, yeah, I'm excited. Nice. Is Bradbury the only big contributing player that is for sure out? Yeah. Yeah. And then Kendricks and Dancer are both questionable. I'm guessing Kendrick will play. I bet Dantzler starts, and we see Duke Shelley by either end of first quarter or even, like, second drive. Yeah. yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if Duke Shelley just plays the whole game without Dantzler even, like, getting a ton of snaps if he does play. Yeah. yeah. I would agree to that. All right, let's – um. Let's just crank through some predictions and then we can kind of talk more logistics of what we need to do to win this game, capitalize. Um, quick, quick pause. Can you guys hear that background? No. Sounds good? Yeah. yeah. All right, cool. Liz is running on the tread and listening to a podcast. I didn't know if you could hear it in the background, but if you can't, then I will stay put. You're good. Do you guys have a speaker in the – like, where's your treadmill? Treadmill's in the office. I'm excited for you guys to see the house tomorrow. Um, tre- treadmill's in the office. Uh, there is a speaker connected to the treadmill, but it's not great. Like, honestly, as you're oh. reading, you can barely hear it. Oh, that stinks. So I just use the Bluetooth podcast – or uh, Bluetooth speaker. Yeah. But All right, let's get back on track here. Um. So, quick update, boys. We are now through uh, 15 weeks, entering week 16, where the prediction standings stand. It's actually getting close. Andrew's still in first at 361. I am in second, only four points behind at 357. And Hayes, you are in third at 328. Hey, you and I had good predictions last week. Most of our points coming from uh, Dal. No, no, no. That was Andrew. Um, Hayes, our Hawkinson predictions helped. And 
your Thielen prediction, Hayes, really helped you. You were within nine yards, and you were the only one that guessed he'd get a touchdown, which he did. So entering week 16, it's a, it's a, it's a tight race. And uh, I will start with Kirk Cousins. I predict him to throw for 315, so three weeks in a row going over 300 yards. And he gets another two touchdowns, two passing touchdowns. Um, All right. I got Kirk thrown for 247 yards. Also got him thrown for two touchdowns. All right. Um, I have Kirk going for 293 and two touchdowns. So right in the middle of you two. Coming off a, a career game for Kirk. Um, NFC Offensive Player of the Week. NFC Offensive Player of the Week. Uh, uh, not a starting, but yeah, a first round. What's it called? A, a all team Pro Bowl, or he was on the high end. It's like the. I mean, he's like a. I don't know. He's actually on the roster. Yeah. The other guys are just alternates. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, good stuff. Let's again, like I said, we'll just kind of crank through these so we can talk about the game. Um, Dalvin Cook, I have rushing for one hundred and two yards. And a touchdown. He was close last week to breaking the the 100-yard barrier. Um, I think he does it this week against the Giants. And he gets in the end zone uh, once again on the ground for his ninth time on the, on the year. So, Hayes? I got 111 yards and a touchdown. All right. I have 122 yards and two touchdowns oh, okay all right so you have a big big game for dalvin against the giants yes sir all right love to see it jay jets also putting in a great week last week i have him putting in another great performance 136 receiving yards and a touchdown hayes I got him with 117 receiving yards, two touchdowns. Oh, okay. There has not been a receiver on the Vikings this season, this year that has scored two touchdowns in one game. Really? Incorrect. I think Jefferson did week one. Week one. Okay. Since week one, there has not been a Vikings receiver <laughs> that has scored two touchdowns in one week. I was also thinking about last week how – both Thielen and Jefferson scored a touchdown. I feel like that doesn't happen often. No. Like in the same game. I I would agree. I think it has happened this year. I, I I'm I was trying to think of when it would have happened, sure. but I couldn't like think of it. Well, Thielen Thielen had a receiving touchdown in London, if I'm correct. And JJ oh, had uh, a touchdown. Well, also New England. They both scored, I guess. Okay. Yes, yes, that is true. So, um, Hayes, what do you got for JJ? I'm sorry, Andrew, what do you have for JJ? Hayes, you just said it. Um, I have him going for 133 and a tutty. Hey, we're very close. Very similar. You guys are listening to me because I was I was within eight yards last week. I predicted 115 and he had 123. So, Thielen. Oh. <laughs> Thielen, uh, uh, Thielen, Thielen, I predict 64 receiving yards. All right. No touchdowns. 
39. Andrew? Uh, 45 yards and a touchdown. Ooh, okay. Back to back. Back to back weeks for Thielen. Yes, sir. I think he'll get 64 because I think now KJ is going to have a little bit of a target on his back and he might see a little bit stronger coverage. They may even think of him as the two uh, receiver next week. So I feel like Thielen will see a little bit more opportunities. Mm -hmm. That's why I predict a little bit of a better game. But man alive, watching him run is painful. He is so slow. It hurts. Um, TJ, the Hawk Hawkinson, 55 receiving yards, and he gets in the end zone for the second time as a Minnesota Viking. Noise. Hayes? 75 receiving yards. All right, big Hawk. Big Hawk game. I have 69 receiving yards. All right. I think these are all accurate, fair. That, I believe, would be a um, season high for Hawkinson as a Viking. The 75 Hayes. Really? I believe so. I think he had 70 his first with us. And that. Washington. Oh, and I, I'm sorry. He had 77 against the Lions. Okay. So oh. I stand corrected. Um. That Okay. Greg, the leg, uh, one for one field goals, four for four for extra points. Okay. I got Greg going three for three on extra points and one for one on field goals. I have two for two on field goals and four for four on extra points. Give me Damn. that full foe. Full foe, foe. All right. Love it. Uh, Kendricks, 11 tackles, leads the team. Picks, 11 tackles. I'm going to go with Brian Asamoa with nine tackles. So you're really back-to-back weeks because you had Harry the Hitman leading in tackles last week. Before even that, enough of a cushion. What'd you say? I have enough of a cushion, so now I can just start picking players I like to wow. do things like tackles. You have a four-point four cushion, so I would not <laughs> be too carried away. Um, my sack leader. You guys ready for this? It's it's going to be part of my gamble as well. Zadarius Smith with three. Mm. Hunter with two. I have Hunter with one. All right. Hayes, your favorite. We'll go gamble. You can start us off. Ooh. We'll see if you guys can count this one. Jefferson over 13 receptions, over 150 receiving yards, and over two touchdowns. Over two touchdowns. Oh, total okay. touchdowns. So, so we're saying three or more then. Yep, total touchdowns. Okay, three or more total touchdowns, and a hundred fifty or more receiving yards. Yep, and thirteen or more receptions. Touches. Touches. If you're gonna go touches, I'd say fifteen or more. Sure. Just because the uh, quick pull up his stats here. Well, let's just do this. Let's do 15 or more touches, 175 or more total yards, and three 
at least three total touch touchdowns. I would say that definitely could. I think that is more than fair because I'm just looking. The season high catches is twelve. Um. Obviously, he's gotten over. 170 receiving yards a few times, but there's not a whole lot of um what's that what's the call? End arounds that, that we run with him. So and he he has not had three total touchdowns in his career. So Andrew, I am okay with giving that to Hayes. 15 plus touches, 175 plus total yards, three plus touchdowns. Yeah, that's definitely good. All right. Andrew, what do you got for Gamble? Duke Shelley will have a game ceiling pick six in the fourth quarter, in the second half of the fourth quarter, we'll say. In the so 7.30 under minute. Oh, okay. Um, I need a little bit of clarity here. Game ceiling. In the sense of, are we leading? Are we down? What makes it game ceiling? Um, I don't know, dude. Go up by double digits? What are you talking about? They're driving down the field to score, but we have a lead. And and the pick kind of puts it out of question? All right, and pick six, you said. Yeah, something that hasn't happened this year. Yep. Or Duke Shelley has also never received or has never, he has no career interceptions either. Correct. Okay. Um, I think that works. The only way it would not is if obviously he gets the pick six and we are, I guess, game ceiling in the sense of we are winning that game. Correct. Okay. All right. I think that works. There might be, you know, if this actually happens, I think that's enough of a gamble. Hayes? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. I have a three-lay parlay. Harry the Hitman records his sixth interception of the season, uh, making it a career high for him. The Vikings defense holds the Giants under 18 points. Notice how I say the Vikings defense. Okay. <laughs> that doesn't mean the score itself, but the Vikings defense holds them under 18 total points. Understood. And Zadarius Smith records three sacks. All these things have to happen. Does that work? Sure. That's fine. Andrew? Yeah, that's fine. <clears throat> All right. With those predictions in i predict the vikings to beat the giants by a score of 31 to 17 all right i got a score of 24 to 17 i have a score of 25 to 34 oh my gosh 34 see you were so good the last few weeks you said the score the right way and then now you throw us back with the weird backwards score. All right, cool, cool, cool. The predictions are locked in. You love to see it. 
Now, what do what needs to happen for the Vikings to secure win number twelve? Uh, further solidifying our our number two seed position and giving KOC the most wins as a rookie Vikings head coach, surpassing Denny Green. <clears throat> Pound the rock. Lots of running. They were one of the worst uh, rush defenses in the league, giving up on average about 150 yards. Uh, just three times this year have they given up less than 100 uh, rushing yards in a game. Um they're coming off. They, they haven't given up less than 160 rushing yards uh, since uh, week 10. So pound the rock with Dalvin and Madison and figure out some other plays, maybe with Rager, uh, and then he'll be in good position to win. So you want to see Rager on the field despite costing Daddy Kirk two INTs last week? Well, he can't cost INTs if he's just running the ball. So Ah, Designed I'm sure you did plays. say pound pound the rock. So designed run plays with him. All right. Um, I agree with Hayes on those points. Mm. They are literally like bottom of the league in running defense. Um, also their pass defense is really kind of meh, and two of their better defensive backs won't play. So no one should be able to cover Jefferson. And if we get Osborne involved, um. Hopefully he shows some of the same as what he showed last week. But I would say all you really have to do for their offense is stop the run. Um, they don't want to be in like a situation where they're down and they have to throw it because then Daniel Jones will make mistakes and they just don't have the weapons to like keep up with our offense. Um, but like looking at their team rankings, their defense seems kind of like ours. Like they'll give up a ton of yards, but maybe they're a little bit better in the red zone. And okay. I feel good about this week because they – I think if they would have lost last week to Washington, this would have been like their do-or-die game. But now they can kind of afford to lose one. Um, but I also am scared because we – last time we came off like an emotional win, we got stomped. Lay an egg, we laid an egg big time. Mm -hmm. um, their pass defense is actually pretty good. I'd say it's average. I want to say it's good. The most they've given up all year is 310. Um, yeah, but they're off. They've, they've only gone over three. They've only given up 300 yards once. They've been under 200, one, two, three, four, five, six times this year, under 200 passing yards allowed. But who are those quarterbacks, Hayes? <laughs> um, quarterbacks, uh, let's see. Because they, I mean, I think they played the commanders twice. So two of those times, that's they've Taylor. Been, Baker Mayfield, Justin Fields, <laughs> Lamar, Gino. Gino's an impressive. Jared Goff, Jalen Hurts. Okay. That's but how many rushing yards did Hurts have in that game? But they gave up almost they gave up 250 rushing yards. Yeah. Team wise. And I bet Hurts probably had over a hundred. Yeah. Um yeah, it'll be – I mean, the Giants, obviously, they sit in a pretty good spot uh, playoff-wise. They still need to continue to win. Uh, they have us, then they have the Colts, and then 
they could potentially, yeah, but they could be potentially looking at a week 18 rest the starters Eagles team. Yeah. At that point. So, um, and the Giants are on the back end of their winning. They started the season, I believe it was five and one or six and one. I had it up here in a second. They started six and one. They started six and seven in their first seven games, and they have been two, four, and one in their last seven games. Yeah. They have not scored 30 points once all year. Most points they've had is 27 against Green Bay. Oof. And during their last seven games, so the games that they're two, four, and one, they're averaging just under 20 points a game. So I think if the Vikings can hold them under 18, which is very doable, despite this t- this defense, this defense played well against, you know, the worst offense in the in the NFL. Um if they can hold them under 18, I think that will secure a win because I, I I see a scoring at putting up at least three scores, three touchdowns against the Giants. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a game we should win. Agreed. I don't I I haven't thought New York's really good at all this year. Um, because they literally have no name receivers. Their best player is Saquon. Yeah. So just stop the run. Yeah. Stop the run. Um, Apply pressure. He's a quarterback that can get flustered real quick. Saquon hasn't had over 100 rushing yards since week 10. Yeah. That's kind of when it all started to fall apart for them. Yeah. No, it, it is. Hayes. They they lost to Seattle to put them at 6-2. and two. Then they had their bye. Then they beat a horrible Houston team barely. Uh and then they lost to Detroit, lost to Dallas, tied Washington, lost to Philly, beat Washington, and now we're, you know, playing on Christmas Eve. So they've one win in their last, you know, five games, one three and one. And it was not really a convincing win. The refs kind of handed that oh, to I them saw late. That. Yep. So yeah. I saw that. Yeah, I think these are good points. Um, we got we got two potential history moments that we can see on Saturday. What are those two things? Andrew, you make your first guess. Hayes, you make your second. Kevin O'Connell gets the most wins as a rookie head coach. Okay, so I guess three. So there's that one. There's oh. two two player things that could happen very likely, hopefully, to happen. Which would set Viking Moss's franchise record in receiving yards. There's number one, Hayes. How close is he? Like 20, I think. Nine. Ten. Nine from tying, 10 to break the record. All right. So, um, also a couple fun JJ stats. This season, he has already set through 14 games, career highs in catches and in yards. And we still have three weeks to go. That's crazy. So, um, yeah, he is 10 yards from breaking Moss's Vikings franchise season record. Uh, He is 12 catches. So might not happen unless your, your prediction is correct. He has 12 catches 
from breaking Chris Carter's single season receptions Viking record. Wow. He has 111. Chris Carter had 123 twice in back-to-back seasons. So, so okay, so that's number one. Do you guys know what number two is? <clears throat> um, is it on defense like or a Harrison pick pick? Nope. It is offense. A guy who's been around for a while. He continues to break the leaderboard. Nope. Dalvin Cook. Hmm. Dalvin Cook is 23 rushing yards from passing Chuck Foreman for third in Vikings franchise history in rushing yards. Wow. So if he can, you know, muster up 23 yards, which I would really hope he can against a bad Giants rushing team, he will sit comfortably in third in Vikings franchise history for rushing That's yards. Good. Um. I also I pulled AP and AP and I believe Robert Smith is Uh, the other one. Does that sound right? Yeah. I have them all here up here. Yeah. Robert Smith, which if if Cook is around next week, should pass Smith. He's about nine hundred yards away. So a couple fun, exciting little tidbits, stats. Um. Also, I I have uh, some some questions for you boys. What? All right. Kirk Cousins, despite the slow start and everyone thinking, um, you know, statistically it's not going to be a great season for him, but the Vikings are winning, so that's what's exciting. That's what matters. However, Kirk uh, Kirk could set some new career highs and break Viking franchise records for this yards for passing yards. So I'm, I'm curious with um, three games to go. Kirk currently sits at 3,818 passing yards. He needs exactly 900 passing yards to pass Dante Culpepper for the most in a Viking single season. Now I know it is one extra game that they play, but do you think Kirk gets 900 more passing yards and sets a Vikings franchise single season record at 4,718 passing yards? No, I don't think he does. You both say no. Unfortunately. When you break it down, that's, it's three games, three hundred yards passing yards. Yeah, it's doable. It's definitely it's doable. doable. But no, I don't think he does. I I think if they are locked in that two seed hole, sit week seventeen or week eighteen, I guess. Yep. Understandable, Andrew. What do you think? Uh, I say no as well. Because, I mean, he just really hasn't had that many 300-yard games, and he's coming off back-to-back 400-plus-yard games. <laughs> back-to-back insane. Yeah. <laughs> so Career high. And like Hayes said, I mean, hopefully they just, like, being able to rest the starters week 18 would be huge. Yeah. I and mean, I don't think you should be chasing, like, franchise records. Like, right now you should be focusing on getting Jefferson the ball because, I mean, that's a, a league-wide record. 
Yeah, no, I, I, I hear you. But um, what was I going to say? I mean, San Fran, I think, would have to lose. I mean, yeah, at what point can we lock in the two seed? We have to win out if they win out as well. So if they win these next two, we wouldn't necessarily have clinched. If But say, say we win this week, we beat Green Bay the following, and they go one and one in that stretch. I guess that would then give us a two-game lead entering the last week. So we yeah, then we could sit them. Okay. So as long as we win these next two, and they lose one of the, which will be hard because they play Washington and I think who do they play week next week? Raiders. Raiders. Yep. Okay. They good. Just depends. They're fighting. The the yeah. The Raiders are definitely fighting. I'm pulling up their schedule to go right now. Yeah, they play Commanders, Raiders, and Cardinals. So, I mean, the See, Commanders... That's, that's the Cardinals. And, or no, Raiders. Yeah, I was about to say. The, I mean, Commanders, like, okay. the Commanders are still fighting as well. Yeah, they should um, be. they should be trying their hardest right now. They are in, though, San Fran. Yeah, so they also play on Christmas Eve. That's a lot of teams play Christmas Eve, oh, and I then the know. Christmas Day games are just absolutely terrible. There's only three of them, and they all suck. That's annoying. Dolphins, uh, Packers, Broncos, Rams. That's a terrible one. Broncos, Rams. Yep, and then you get to Monday night, and it's Colts again on prime time. How? I, I swear, How? I've seen him like six times on prime time. Nick Foles dropped see, back to pass. Did you guys think that uh, TikTok was funny? Of what? Uh, I think it was Brandon Whitworth gave Richard Sherman <laughs> as a gift. It's hilarious. Me and Ryan Fitzpatrick. Is that who it was? I thought it was Whitworth. Broncos country, let's ride straight to another L. Uh, um, also, again, back on the Kirk train. Oh, uh, never mind. He threw for almost five k. So he could set a Viking. He could set his own personal uh, Viking season best with needing only. Had it written down as second here, four eighty. So Kirk could have his. Best passing yard season for the Vikings if he gets 480 more passing yards. Oh. So I just I think it's interesting, you know, how two weeks uh can just completely change the the perspective of uh of Kirk. Like yeah, and, uh... everyone was saying, Oh, he's winning games, but he's not performing statistically well. Well, now he's winning games and he's performing statistically well. He's putting up career bests. Mm-hmm. So, and shows what happens when you actually let your quarterback making thirty million dollars throw the football. I so would say, yeah, yeah, he has been a great. I I have no issues with Kirk this season. Uh, I have nitpicks here and there, of course. Yeah. I mean, there's always very little, very little. I mean, I don't know how you can division champs. <laughs> it's his most wins he's ever had in a, in a in a season. Um. Yeah. Wow. That's. 
putting together, you know, week after week comebacks. I saw a stat. He now has the same number of fourth quarter comebacks as Aaron Rodgers in his, in his career. Oh, really? Yep. It's both like in the twenties or something. I saw it somewhere. Kirk's a beast. Seven quarter, seven fourth quarter comebacks this season. Most in the NFL. He's leading the 11 and three Vikings. He's leading one of the best offenses in the league. I am hopping on the Kirk train. I've been on the Kirk train since 2018. Yeah, I'm, back on it. I'm a cousin's crusader. He's the fourth quarter Pharaoh. Let's go. <laughs> what about the new nightmare? He's the new nightmare. He's Kirk O'Chains. I was trying to find that at one point it had fourth quarter comebacks. Oh, here we go. Fourth quarter comebacks in all quarterbacks of all time. He has 21, which is the same number as Aaron Rodgers and Jim Kelly. Uh, I'm trying to see if other big name guys that he has more than Joe Theismann, more than Andrew Luck, more than Tro- Troy Aikman. It's impressive. Very He's more impressive. than a guy with one leg. Okay, chill with that. Um. Yeah, no, I, I love looking at the, the stats and seeing stuff where he's on the same page as uh as A-Rod. You guys uh, see Rogers interception on Monday night. I didn't watch that game. He literally it was like the guy was wide open and he threw it ten feet behind him for a pick. Did he probably blame the receiver? Yeah, probably. Like he typically does. He's ten picks this year. Yeah, he sucks. I love it. That is amazing. Um, yeah, I do. I know. Love to see it. All right, what other things? What other things do we want to discuss? Oh, the other cue I had was if Dalvin Cook would take less money. So pay him, I don't know what he's getting right now, but pay him like... He's getting 12 and a half a year. So let's say we offer him 9 mil a year. You pay that to Dalvin Cook to stay like a three-year, you know... 27 million? 27 million. Yeah, I'd give it to him. Yes, 100%. I don't know what... When does, does anyone know when his contract expires? I do not know. Hayes should know with his hatred. Like, because I'm in the next couple years. He signed a five year. He'll be here for a while. He signed a five year. But then, I mean, people keep talking that this could potentially be his last year with us. So that's what I don't understand. It will. Potential out in 2023. Um,. He's an unrestricted free agent in 2026. But I don't know what that I don't know what it means to be a potential out. Like who makes that decision? Who gets that call? You know, you that's what con- contract sides most likely. So the way I understand it, like obviously they could trade him. And that would just depending on like what happens the other team just takes on their contract otherwise if they cut him um like on the website i see right now if they cut him next year 
the dead cap would be six million compared to his cap hit, which is like ten million or twelve. Okay. So you'd be so saving, be thinking, but they'd also be, be wasting six million on not having him on the team. Yeah, but you'd be saving six million by cutting him. Yeah, or you like restructure his contract where you're but saving money, and then but then like you're taking a dead cap for a couple years down the line, mm-hmm. which is what they did with like Barr and what they've done with Thielen. Thielen, I think, is a bigger one, the bigger issue. Because, I mean, like, he just – his the amount of money he's getting paid is nowhere near the production that he's had this year. I'd agree. And, I I mean, I can't imagine he'd be a guy where if you went to him saying, like, like we need to pay you less in order to keep you, that he'd be like, no, then I'll walk. Because, like, he's a family man. He's a local guy. I don't see him and his family wanting to move – um, so I would think slash hope if we went to Thielen and be like, bro, we need to pay you less money because we're about to cough up millions of dollars to JJ. Um, and we'd like to put money in other positions that need upgrading that Thielen would hopefully like be on board with that. But mm-hmm. these will be fun off season discussions yeah. to have. Um, so Yeah. Let's let's close out here today. We all have a Vikings win prediction. And hopefully, again, the next time we talk, we are 12 and 3. And even closer to securing that, that two seed. So this is Meet at the Quarterback, a Minnesota Vikings podcast. My name is Harrison. I'm Hayes. I'm Andrew. And skull, baby, skull. <laughs>